So on the big screens at the moment, you can see Colin Turkington working the wheel in the number 50 BMW as he heads round on the second of these warm-up laps, just making sure he's got uh, all the temperatures, everything working the way he wants it to be. One of the great touring car drivers of the modern era, Colin, with four championship wins and um, in contention for this year's title as well. He's uh, second place in the championship table after race one this afternoon. So checkered flag is shown. That indicates that it's the last warm-up lap. We've still got a couple of cars to start that lap as uh, the leading car of Jake Hill is uh, approaching the hairpin at a very sedate pace, it might be said. He's just weaving and weaving to get uh, heat into the tyres. You can see the brake lights coming on as well as he uh, warms the whole wheel and tyre assembly uh, up to temperature. I could play a bit of the theme tune again if you like, but I think we could we could talk. I think we could talk. Like There's lots to talk about. So. Good edit there. Whoever edited that tune was absolutely. They knew what they were doing. I like that. <laughs> You're just being nice to me. Yeah. <laughs> Thought you might be. We need another minute on it for, <laughs> for no yeah, kill. Yeah. I mean, normally that's just about perfect for most green flag yeah. laps, but we get two, two here, here at yep. Kill. Absolutely, yep. we do that. We get two just because the nature of the circuit is a bit shorter. The thing for Jake Hill is Jake Hill is now parked on his pole position slot and. The last couple of cars, Dan Robottom being one of them, coming into my view at Clark Corner. So he's going to have a little bit of a way. This will be a good start. This will be a good race. Let's get it going. 
couple of minutes till race number two. This was round 17. Yeah, so if you're watching at turn one and you're looking up the straight to the cars on the grid, the black BMW's Jake Hill on pole position, the yellow and blue Napa liveried car is Ash Sutton, number one. Then the two white BMWs behind them, number 50, Colin Turkington on the right-hand side of the road, number 12, Stephen Jelly on the left, and then George Gamble's black car gods car behind them. It's gone very quiet as the last three or four cars arrive at the back of the grid. Tension mounts before the revs hit the roof. Jack Butel comes round the hairpin and he'll get put into his driving, his grid slot. And we are about to go for the British Touring Car Race. A quick for British Touring Car Race number two, round 17. And we're ready for the start line. The five-second board is shown. Remember, you'll see blue lights in the rear side windows for hybrid use. The red lights are on. And away we go. Good start from the first few men on the grid. George Gamble gets away a bit quicker than Stephen Jelly, though he may challenge for fourth as they go down towards turn one. Everybody else safely away. A big traffic jam around where Dan Robottom is coming up from the back of the grid in the Team Dynamics car. And uh, I think a bit of a squeeze in the midfield going through turn one, but everybody looks like they're safely down the hill so far. Somebody straight on going through Duffus there. That was one of the... I think it was a BTC car. We'll pick that up. Or was that Adam Morrison? Adam Morrison, I say that. <laughs> Somebody goes and through the quick fit board. Adam Morgan, sorry, the car going off there. And that's Ollie Jackson about yep. to rejoin at the top of the hill. But look at the lead already that Jake Hill has pulled out as a head round towards the hairpin for the first time of asking. It's Hill from Sutton into the hairpin. And there was a spinner at the chicane backwards uh, facing the wrong way the chicane but uh, may or may not bring out the safety car it has brought out the safety car so uh, as, well, as just well, in time we saw Tom Ingram making up a place on Stephen Jelly. So I didn't see which car it was but one um, unfortunately hit the tyre bale so I would imagine I mean that's pretty heavy isn't it um, and a pretty heavy impact and there is one I was going to say there's going to be a, a damaged car which is coming yeah, back coming around just now it's one I of the Cooper's pals car yeah. yeah back left wheel broken on that car what we've got on the back the first car balance is a wreck to sell uh, one of the foam pieces but it's still big enough if you hit that as we see Ollie Jackson going through in the replay there and then yeah Everybody going into the chicane on the wrong line, and unfortunately, Will Powell breaks the back left as he goes through the chicane. And uh, Ollie's Ollie's been in for a very quick pit stop, and has been, um, I think, he's dispatched a bit of grass onto the uh, tarmac in the pit lane and been sent back out on track. Actually, Powell's car just broke going through the chicane. There, didn't yeah, it? It, it, just broke, it, yeah. it? It was Ollie's car that yeah. I saw go yeah. off. Yeah, 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 it, was yeah. Jason, it was Jason Plato that hit the corner marker on the inside of the chicane quite was heavily. It, was it? Well, Jason now coming in, pit, he's in pit lane, Alan, with uh, possible damage, smoke coming out the back of that car for JP. Not well, a good way. I did rather think that anyone that hits it that, uh, yeah. yeah, was going to suffer a little bit. And it oh, turns left now, and it's a very slow entry into pit lane. So to Will Powell with, um, yeah, the rear wheel on the left-hand side facing completely the wrong direction well, so that's not going anywhere well Powell's car just broke as he went through chicane yep. from what I could see it broke right in front of Dan so Robottom unless, unless he'd had a knock somewhere in the first two or three corners that weakened something but yeah it just failed so um, yeah great shame for Jason Plato it's his last touring car gig at Knock Hill and he's had two uh, two uh, poor races not necessarily his fault I mean he spun off at the chicane in race one and uh, that's him in the pits uh, after an incident, this chicane again in this race. Hopefully, they can quickly repair that, and get him back out. But it was a big hit uh, into the uh, into the tyre marker. 
Is it really going to be his last dance? We spoke with him well, yesterday, didn't we? He was, uh, standing, taking advice from all of all people, Matt Neal, taking in advice. His, in his usual mischievous way, he'll probably keep everyone on tender hooks right to the last I, moment. I asked but, uh, him at yeah. the start of the year at the media launch, if he got to 99 wins, would he definitely hang up his helmet at the end of the year? Mm, no, he wouldn't. He didn't answer the question. Yeah, yes. I, think, I think that number 100 does play on his mind a little bit. Possibly. Well, let's see. The pace, the pace car has gone. The lights are off. We're back under Jake Hill's control of this race here, a Knockhill Racing Circuit. And Ash Sutton, well, good one for Ash Sutton. The gap that was there at the front has now gone. Has Hill kept enough heat in the front of those tyres in the BMW? Sutton all over the back of the rocket ship that Jake Hill calls his car as they come in towards the hairpin here at Knockhill. The big screen rides on board with Colin Turkington. And we are right on the back of the Napa Racing UK car off Ash Sutton. Jake Hill goes now as he comes through the hairpin. He gets a good exit from the hairpin, as does Ash Sutton. Up the hill they go. Just a kiss off the gravel trap before, before they come up over the crest of the hill. One, two, three, four, five all together at the front. And Stephen Jelly very much in the case as well. George Gamble in there in sixth place as they go over the crest of Duffus Dip for the first time of asking after the restart. Four laps into this race, we are through McIntyre's, they all stream glistening in the sunshine from our view before they dip down through Butchers and up through the top of the chicane. It is very much still a race of the tyres at the front just now. Jake Hill has got his tyres up to temperature. I'm watching Tom Ingram. He was very, very quick through the chicane there. He's homing in on the back of Colin Turkington, who's running in third at the moment. Uh, Tom Ingram right behind him and closing in in the slipstream as they head down towards the braking area for the hairpin at about 125 miles an hour. Jason Plato leaves pit lane and rejoins the race and Tom Ingram tries to go underneath Colin Turkington. He was just about to go there, but didn't want to force the issue too much. Then we have got Stephen Jelly. We have got Gamble, Shedden, Camish, Butcher, Collard, Chilton, Moffat in there as well, ahead of Cookie just now as they go over the crest of Knockhill. Underneath the Beatsons, Bowden Supply Bridge, Tingram's all over Turkington. He looks really menacing here in the Hyundai, trying to see if he can force an error from Turkington. That's not going to be easy, but he's very much not giving Colin much in the way of breathing space as they go through the chicane. And there's a change of the lead. There's a mistake for Jake Hill. Through goes Ash Sutton on the run in towards Clarks. Hill runs a little bit wide through the gravel at the chicane. That's possibly because the tyres aren't up to temperature. And Shedden goes past Gamble, as does Camish. And here comes Butcher to pass Gamble as well. Small mistake mistake for George Gamble, big, big penalty. Yep, through the hairpin they come then, Ash Sutton it is that leads from Jake Hill, Colin Turkington under real threat now from uh, Tom Ingram, but behind Tom Ingram is Stephen Jelly, so Tom Ingram with the meat in the BMW sandwich behind them, Colin, uh, Gordon Shedden already breaking free from Dan Camish, and looks like he could catch that battle for third position. So a small mistake for Jake Hill at the chicane, causes him to lose the lead, and through goes, that, through goes the Napa Ford of Ash Sutton, and we've got Tom Ingram very much the, the jam in the middle of a BMW sandwich just now as they go through the chicane, and he is very much on course for trying to get himself back up onto the podium. Turkington defending already as they go up towards Clark Corner, and we'll see a replay on the big screen, but we'll look out the side of the actual commentary box windows because Gordon Shedden has come alive. Shedden got the hybrid deployment heading towards the back of Stephen Jelly. Yeah, Gordon Shedden is going to home in on that battle for third. A podium is a potential here for Gordon, but it's going to be a hell of a fight to get there because he's already on the, on the tail of Stephen Jelly and uh, overtaking very, very difficult, of course, but Gordon knows the way around Knock Hill. He knows where all the opportunities will be as he closes in on the back of the number 12 BMW. He does, Doc, but we spoke at lunchtime at the Lockring stand and I said, is there a home advantage? I don't think there is. He says, not really. These guys are all at the top of the game. Everybody knows Knock Hill inside out. 
And everybody thinks Flash has lapsed here for fun during the week, just in his lunch break, but it's not the case. Moffat and Cook leaving McIntyre's very close. Plato on his own just now heads towards the hairpin. And then we've got Ash Sutton interview looking very good just now in that focus from Jake Hill. Then there's a big gap back to Colin Turkington. Tom Ingram's just fallen off the back to regroup, but all hybrid deployment towards that hairpin. Yep, uh, a big battle looming for third position now and a big battle looming for the leaders. Jake Hill has uh, closed the gap to Ash Sutton to zero effectively as they head up towards the start-finish line and uh, neither of them deploying hybrid at this stage as they head under the Beatsons Bridge once again. They don't have much hybrid to deploy when they you think about no, it. They, they were first and second. They have got to minimise the use of their hybrid. Flash said, this <laughs> time, he got a bit excited. He only had got to the last three laps and one push of the hybrid left. So Hill and Sutton, both with minimal hybrid compared to everybody else as they come down through the lowest part of the circuit just now and then crash their way through the chicane. That's how they land. That's where we saw Jake making a bit of a mistake earlier on. New race distance of 26 laps now. Stephen Jelly made a mistake uh, coming out of McIntyre's last lap, and that's bottled up everyone behind him. Gordon Shedden being the first one on his tail at the moment as they head up towards the chicane, or the hairpin, I should say, and uh, Dan Kamish looking for a gap beside Gordon Shedden as well. There is the compress under breaking for the chicane, uh, the hairpin, and uh, Stephen Jelly on his way, still leading that little group. Gordon Shedden second in the group ahead of Dan Kamish, and then Rory Butcher charging along and gaining a little bit on Dan Kamish. Yeah, Jelly's the cork in the bottle just now. He's holding Flash at bay and Kamish and Butcher. If one of them gets past Jelly, he'll get forced offline, and I think the rest of them will all come through. Robottom from last up to 17th. That's a good run for him. Adam Morgan, was it Adam Morgan we saw off earlier? I think yep. so. He's 15th place just now as they come through the chicane again and climb up the back straight towards Clark Corner, glistening in the sunshine here at Knock Hill. Well, this is such a Sutton-esque performance, isn't it? Really punching way above his weight in a circuit that's renowned to be a rear-wheel drive circuit for these guys just now. In towards the hairpin, Sutton holding off Jake Hill, holding Jake Hill at bay, and they've got a fast man that they're about to come up and pass. I don't know if they're going to actually pass Jason Plato. He'll have full deployment. Yes, exactly. So uh, he may actually be able to... Uh, improve from where he is actually so looking ahead of them though uh, we've got Ricky Collard homing in onto the back of George Gamble's BMW but Gordon Shedden very much now pushing and pushing against Stephen Jelly to try and find a way past Stephen Jelly defensive at McIntyre Gordon Shedden a faster run through the corner takes him onto the tail of the BMW as they go down the hill at Butchers now if Gordon gets a good run through the chicane here he could be with the BMW in the straight he is quicker than the BMW through the chicane they come towards Clark Corner Gordon's closing in and closing in it's a, it's a favourite overtaking point for Flash there but I tell you Ash Sutton is going to have to oh, watch himself at the chicane he's taking liberties with that second curb and he might end up cutting a tyre if he keeps on doing that. On the outside of Jelly towards the hairpin is Flash. He needs to use hybrid deployment. Or he was trying to cut underneath Jelly there, but Jelly knew exactly what the former triple British touring car champion was trying to do. And now Flash pulls out, but he's too far back. Jelly gets a good run through. Kamosh, Kamosh, Kamesh very much on the hybrid deployment to catch back up with Flash in towards Duffy's dip. Flash has got a bit of work to do here, but at the front it's still one and two with a gap back to Colin Turkington. And Tom Ingram just gathering points. That's what he does best. Well, the interesting thing is there's not a lot of points between Turkington and uh, and Tingram at the top of the table. And so if Tingram could just get past Turkington, it would make a big difference to him. But uh, anyway, he's uh, sitting there strong in fourth position at the moment. They're uh, pulling away from Stephen Jelly, who's got this uh, huge traffic jam behind him. 
Big moment for Daniel Robottom coming through the chicane there, as we saw on the screen. Big, big moment for Robo, but he managed to hold that together. And there's a lot of smoke from a couple of cars and dust from the chicane. Standard issue from testing for this week. It shows how dry the weather has been. And underneath Rory Butcher leaving, or is that underneath Collard leaving the hairpin? That's Rory Butcher. Up the main straight, that is Gamble and Butcher side by side. Gamble on the inside, looks like he's going to win this one. Roll of the dice in towards Duff is that Butch has to back out. Gamble locks up the inside. Butcher tries to then come round the outside as they go in towards McIntyre. What a move from Rory Butcher. Watch his teammate Collard. Collard tries to come underneath Gamble as well, but unable to that was a classy manoeuvre from Rory Butcher. He put that little Corolla in a very little space. Yes, and that's brought Tom Chilton into the back of them as well. So Tom Chilton weaving around, trying to find a way past Ricky Collard's Toyota there. Tom Chilton and Hyundai having a good drive there. But ahead of them, Flash against Stephen Jelly. Side by side once again on the way to the hairpin. Stephen Jelly with the inside. Flash will have to try and uh, trick him into leaving a space on the exit, which he's just about managed to do, but not quite. So uh, Flash has to duck into the slipstream once again. And look at this at the hairpin now. Underneath Rory Butcher up the main street comes Tom Chilton, as you rightfully said a minute ago, in fact, underneath Ricky Collard. Ricky Collard yep. I'm getting those two mixed up all the time now. They're so similar. Collard goes behind Chilton in towards Duffy Stip. He tries to cut back as well. All over the back of Jelly is Flash now. Flash weaving left, weaving right. And Jelly on the defensive mode. That's bringing Dan Kamish in the second off the Napa UK. Cars back up. Look how fast Flash is through the chicane up towards Clark's. Jelly defends for his life. Flash tries to hang out wide to see if he can get a cut through the corner. That is a famous overtaking point for Flash yep, into Clark. Absolutely, yep. And uh, Flash now tucked under the rear ring of the BMW once again. And we've got Matt Neal in the corner of the commentary box going, go on, my son, as they go into the hairpin. And uh, still Gordon can't find a way past. But Dan Kamish now on the attack. He might get the undercut on the exit of the hairpin. He's tapping the back bumper almost of Gordon Chen's car. He's that close. Well, Matt Neal is not racing anymore, but he's still very much is racing every single lap with his boys out here on track, as we have got now Collard and Moffat. Aidan Moffat has come alive in the infinity in this race, the Laser Tools racing car. Hospitality dad Bob is directly underneath our commentary box as off goes Bobby Thompson. He's cut a front left tyre down for Bobby Thompson, and that car will park up and make himself safe. He is on the exit of Clarks on the rallycross track. He's had a grass tracky moment there. A lot of grass, and that's just out the back there. That should be safe. I don't think yeah. we'll need a safety car for where Bobby Thompson has parked up. The leaders have now passed him on the way towards the hairpin. Jason Plato, well, black and white flag for Tom Ingram again. Tom Ooh, Ingram. He's on dangerous ground now. He's being watched like a hawk today, isn't he? Well, we'll yeah. hear about that on Tin Top Tuesday when he bullies his way in Talon Heights T uh, radio show. Out of the hairpin, Stephen Jelly under pressure as Aidan Moffat goes through on the hairpin. Good move from Aidan Moffat on Adam Morgan there. Don't forget that Tingram got a black flag during yeah. free practice, wasn't it, yesterday for track limits? Yeah, that was yeah. most surprising. He had to park up for three minutes and then join the session again. And that three minutes, well, he'll be blaming that three minutes just now for where he is on track. But Moffat and Morgan, former teammates at the Mercedes days, coming through in both rear-wheel drive cars now. They have been front-wheel drive teammates. They're now very much against each other in rear-wheel drive. As the leaders are heading to the hairpin, Sutton is now pulling away. That's half a second looks a little bit stronger now yes we're on lap 15 out of 26 as the leaders come through the hairpin once more and uh, yes Sutton is building a nice little cushion there it was half a second on the last lap we'll check what it is when they cross the timing beam just now and it extends out to 
Well, it comes back oh, in, in fact, down, at yeah. 0.487. Calibrated eyes have gone a bit south. They have uh, yep. black and white flag for Ricky Collard. Now, he's side by... No, he's not. It's the further one back when Butcher side by side with Kamish. Butcher up the inside of Dan Kamish. Can he hold that position? Yes, he can. Uh, car 66 and 21. So Josh Cook's weekend just going a little bit wrong here. He gets the black and white flag as well as Ricky Collard. Ash Sutton deploying hybrid in towards the area of Clark Corner. As we see that on our big screen, he's got eight tenths of a second. Well, he and Jake Hiller eight tenths of a second up the road from Colin Turkington. As we see Dexter Patterson deciding to get involved with Aaron Taylor-Smith at the hairpin on the big screen for you guys. Standing tracks on a replay. And ahead is Jason Plato. Now behind him up the main street, Plato doesn't want to go all up down here. We've got Sutton under huge pressure. That's come down to about a tenth of a second the gap at the front. Jake Hill has arrived again. Yeah, Jake Hill had a little bit of a breather, seemed to drop back a bit, but now he's knocking on the back door as Ash Sutton heads down Duffers through Leslie's and in towards McIntyre. Doesn't feel the need to defend, although Jake Hill had a little look at the inside there, but uh, they've started to leave Colin Tuckington behind, unless Tuckington's thinking, I'll just preserve my tyres and uh, oh. see if they tangle ahead of me. Ash Sutton is taking liberties with that car through the chicane. That's a huge amount of kerb. He's got to watch what he's doing on those Goodyear tyres. He doesn't want to catch the wrong side off the kerb and give himself a puncture. He's going to have to keep an eye on that. Both deploying hybrid towards the hairpin to go. Sutton defending on the inside. That is going to slow them down together, and it might bring Turkington back into this. Hill locks up the front left, the light, or the front right, the light wheel as they go in towards the hairpin, and up the main straight they go. Sutton, it's not his first rodeo, Doc. He knows what to do. He knows how to win a championship. See him blocking on the exit there yes, very, was, very cunningly. Yeah, he sacrificed straight line speed to block the exit and then destroy the momentum of... Uh, of Jake Hill behind him, and it's, it appeared to work, but now they're at McIntyre's, and Jake Hill's still on the attack. I think Sutton's starting to have tyre trouble. The back end of that car looks a little bit lively for my liking. There's also a bit trim poked off it now. Sutton, car turning into Duffy's dip, just does not look nice, and he's huge. Oh, Hill goes off again at the chicane. That lets Turkington get up inside. Turkington through into second place. That is a gift for Ash Sutton, who looks like he's overdriving or driving the wheels off what he has well, just now. I think it's a gift for Colin Turkington because Colin Turkington hasn't pushed his car as hard as the other two. He'll he'll have maybe slightly better tyres. He might be able to pull away a little bit from Jake Hill here and actually catch Ash Sutton, so it's maybe not the gift you think for Ash Sutton. Well, let's see, because I don't think Jake Hill is going to take sitting behind Colin Turkington like Stephen Jelly has been doing as they go over the crest of the hill, down underneath the Beatson's Building Supply Bridge into Duffus. The replay of the big screen shows Jake Hill. He was offline going through the chicane there. That's how that happened. Nowhere near enough second care going through. Bounced him down, landed into the gravel trap, through goes Turks. But the back end of that Napa Racing UK Ford Focus just looks a little bit wayward for our liking just now. And the trim hanging off the back shows that he has been in the wars. Lap 19 of 26, and Ash Sutton leads away. The fastest lap of the race goes to Colin Turkington so far as all three of them deploy hybrid around towards the hairpin. Yeah, heading down towards Hairpin, Turkington, a couple of car lengths clear now of Jake Hill. But he made up that time coming through Butchers and the Chicane. That's where Turkington is very quick. But Hill has caught him on the exit of the Hairpin into bumper tapping distance as they come out the Hairpin. So my prediction that Turkington might pull away from Hill is completely wrong. Yeah, uh, you can see that. Uh, the rocket ship is coming back. Turks is starting to do a bit of defensive driving out there, which will ultimately watch the, the focus as he goes over the top of Duffus there. We can't see it from this view just now. Oh, here comes Jake Hill. Turk goes straight on. Turkington goes straight on at Duffus Dip. And that is a gift to Jake Hill so they're gifting each other positions there and that is just exactly what Jake Hill would need and that's a very strange manoeuvre for Colin Turkington not something we see very often black and white flag for car number 32 now as we see a replay in the big screen 
Turks was nowhere near the track oh, yeah, there. Took, took the escape nowhere road, yeah. near the track there. Yeah, 30, like 32 black and white flag. Dan Robottom. Dan Robottom, yeah. yes. He's working his way up from the back of the grid. Now, he's now up to 15th. We've got six laps, Doc. What can Jake Hill do in six laps? Does he have enough tyre left? He is currently lapping, doing 51.9 to 52 flat for Sutton. Sutton on his own is not having to do too much, but let's watch Gordon Shedden now ahead of Stephen Jelly as they come out the hairpin. Great move from Flash. Rory Butcher now trying to get Stephen Jelly as well up the main straight. The Jelly car on the inside. Butcher trying to go around the outside. This is a big move from Rory Butcher in towards Duffy's dip. Will he stay there? Will he try and follow through? No. He tries to do the cutback, but Jelly can position that car and defend it well. Top four spreading a little bit at the moment. I would imagine uh, Tom Ingram was watching with interest the two BMWs scrapping ahead, but he is too far back to make a difference. But the battle now is very much on for fourth position behind them. I just Fifth, saw I should say. Sutton has five laps of, uh, out of 11 used for hybrid, so he's got a little bit in his pocket to save himself at the end of this race. The gap at the front just now. Look how hybrid quickly. All the way then. Look, yes, yeah. He needs to hybrid everywhere because the gap has just disintegrated. 1.1 seconds last him through. Jake Hill has taken half that away. It's now six tenths of a second. Jake Hill in the rocket ship is coming to the back of the Napa Racing UK car, and I think a lot of that is down to tyre issue for Ashley Sutton. He's had to drive so hard to stay up with these BMWs, and he's the only front-wheel drive man that we have in the top three just now. With us are coming together with Parfit and one of the Vauxhalls down at the hairpin there. That was Michael Crease, I believe, or was it the other one heading towards the pit lane? Car number... That's no, Ashhand. Yeah, Ash Hand, yeah. It was Ashhand, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a bit of a coming together. Parfit on the grass on the inside. And Tom Ingram still very much in the mix of this undeployable hybrid heading towards the hairpin. But look at the gap at the front dock. What has it got to this time? Was it a bad lap for Sutton? It was a 52-1. Yes, it wasn't a good lap for him. Jake Hill did a 51-6 on his own, though. Yeah, Turkington still holds the fastest lap of the race, a 51.37 in third position there. But the lead, the gap between first and second now out to almost a second uh, to the advantage of uh, Ash Sutton. Yeah. And uh, we've got four laps to go, including the one they're on. Good last lap for Ash Sutton here, 52 flat, 52 and a half, or 52 and a half to 52.2. So Sutton was quicker on that last lap as we pick up with Butcher fighting off Gamble in towards P6 and P7 at McIntyre's just now. Sutton, Hill, Turkington, your top three as they go through the back of the circuit with Tingram, Shedden, Butcher, Gamble, Jelly, Camish, Chilton down to 10th place in the Hyundai as they come through and make their way along towards the hairpin for the next time of asking. Here we go, we're into lap 24 this time as they come up the main straight. And this is very much the business end of race number two here. Gamble has been locked out from his hybrid. He's been locked out. We've got the sign on the screen there, which shows he's on the hybrid too early. Yep, blue light on the dashboard they have to wait for. 75 mile an hour minimum speed limit to apply the hybrid, and it's not worked for George Gamble, so that's going to potentially be costly for him. Or has Gamble used all his hybrid, actually? Well, I think. that's the other option, yeah, maybe yes. used all his hybrid, actually, as we go in towards lap 24. Ash Sutton in the lead of this race just now, and looking... Pretty handy at the front just now. What has actually happened there? Where are the leaders as they come round just oh, now? The back straight, I think. There, yep, just heading oh, towards yep. the hairpin. I was caught up with Camish here and I got myself a little bit confused. <laughs> yes, yeah, so into uh, into the hairpin they go then. Ash Sutton, this is a phenomenal drive. If he can stay there because the gap is coming yeah. down again. It was up to nearly a second. It was half a second last time through. This time through, it's going to be... Point three of a second. Watch Sutton going through Duffy's dip here. I think his tyres are. I think he's hanging on for grim 
uh, life more than anything. That car is very, very out of shape. Now he's bouncing over the edge of the tyres. Uh, well, he's getting his use out of these Goodyear tyres, but I think he is so hard on them to try and keep up to pace with what that BMW is doing. Look at him through the chicane. Sutton is taking that car by the scruff of the neck and deciding where it goes and how fast it goes. This is a great show from the reigning champion just now in the number one focus. The Napa deal put together, making these cars look fabulous. He's hybrid deployable towards the hairpin. And who's that? That's Dan Robottom now passing Dexter Patterson or Patterson a bit of rubbing on the exit as they come up the main straight. We go on to lap 25. Lap 25, two laps to go as they cross the line now.